Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. On this week's show, we're going to talk about exit strategies, exit planning, and why you need to do exit planning. I mean, for, for, first of all, what is exit planning? That's your turn to speak. Okay. <laughs> uh, quite simply, it's thinking about where, how do I want to move on, move away from what I'm doing right now. Uh, so you th- you think about okay, there's a time either I'll retire, I'll pursue other interests, I'll emigrate, I'll do something else, but I move on. And I'll use the word loosely. I'll move on from the profession, the vocation, from the business that I'm running. So you say, how do I now pass this on to the next generation? How do I sell it on to somebody else? How do I shut it down? What's going to happen the day I want to move on? In very simple terms. And in my so view, it's like hand, handing your notice in. Handing your notice in, saying, "Can I have my P forty five, please?" And uh, what's really important is that why people should think about this is because most people don't, and because but, most but, people don't think don't about they? it, they just think oh, I'm going to do this forever type of thing until the day I retire. Uh, it's just how not everybody, a lot of people think like that. And second thing, it's too far away. Oh, it's five years, fifteen years, thirty-five years, whatever the period may be. So far away, I'm not even sure what I want. So I don't even want to think about it because it's, it's, it's so far quite away. It's actually intimidating, isn't it? When you, it is. When you and, put it like that. Yeah, and they, they don't know. They just got other things to think about. But what's really a good conversation to have, Kieran, is what does the ideal exit look like to you in terms of? What do you want to do with your business? Well, I want to sell it. Okay. How much for? A million quid. All right. Let's look at your business now. See how much it's worth. Okay. And how it operates and what it does. And then let's let's look at what a million pound business in your sector doing what you're doing does. And see what you need to do to get there. And then even better, now let's look, let's look at what not your particular business, but your type of business, doing, adding other things, which we've talked about diversification before, becomes more sophisticated, does, and then see what it's worth. And now let's make it even better. Okay, you're doing all those things there. Let's see if we can add a few more bits to make it even more valuable, or you have to do less work to get it to the same value. So does your business depend on you? If it does, it's not a business. Therefore, it's worthless. It's worth by by worthless. I mean, worthless to some extent. Because why would anybody want to buy your business if it relies on you? Because if you're selling to me, you're moving on. Your business doesn't work. So how do we systematize it? Make it process dependent, not people dependent, okay, so that it has some value. Okay, you've okay. got a customer base. Are you making the best of your customer base? Uh, are you engaging with your customers? Are you talking to them? Are you? Yeah, and how many products do you sell? Again, this is so we're keeping this broad as opposed to just property, by the way, because exit planning applies to anybody and everybody if they are interested. Well, I've got 54 different products or 18 different services. 
Okay, now let's break it down. Which customer, client, patient is buying what service? Let's talk about a solicitor. Okay, we do conveyancing, we do matrimonial, we do family, we do litigation, so on, so forth, commercial, okay? And depending on how big the firm is and what expertise they have, they'll have quite a few different verticals. Yeah. Okay, so somebody came to you for, let's say, a business contract. Do you know enough about them? Are they married? Okay. Uh, do they have children? Do they have the property? Blah, blah, all this information. And have we tried selling other services to them? No, we haven't. Okay. Have you ever had a case? Oh, yes. I had a client last week, okay, uh, who unfortunately uh, went through a, a divorce, they told me, three months ago. And I said to them, well, you didn't run that past me. We've got somebody in, in our uh, matrimonial department. And the first thing they say is, I never knew you have a, you've got a matrimonial department. Yeah? yeah. So that happens in pretty much every single business, okay? So look at what uh, uh this was what I used to call the golden grid, okay? Uh so vertically, you have a yeah. list of every single client. Horizontally, okay? You have a list of every single product and and basically you put a cross into in every box, like it's like a matrix, where a client's buying something. And then every box which is empty, okay, uh, what I used to do was, uh, you say, say, told or sold. So we've told a client about this particular service. And once you've sold that service to them, you put sold in, in that box. Just, I'm, I had a simple Excel spreadsheet, Karen, yeah. I'm not a complicated guy. I know there's WhizBank software out there, and you know we use quite a bit of software in our company for, the, for for different things. But for this one, I just had a simple, okay, uh, uh, matrix, spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, a spreadsheet, and then you tell clients proactively tell clients, okay, or customers or patients, call them what you like, depending on your type of business, about all the different services you offer, uh, and when it's relevant. You can also say is now that you know we offer this, then it might not be right for you. Do you have anybody you know who may may need this service? And they might know somebody who's going through a divorce. To look at the earlier example, oh, I've got somebody who not, things aren't quite working out. They might need a bit of advice because it's it, it's it's getting to that point now where they may separate. Well, thank you very much. Be happy to talk to them. Let me introduce you to one of my uh, colleagues who specialises in matrimonial. Not difficult, is it? Now you've got that type of business, okay. Uh, which is cross-selling more to their current clients, therefore having to spend less money on their marketing, okay, therefore has a much more loyal client base because if, if someone's buying six different services or 18 different products from you, okay, they're less likely to leave you than somebody who's buying one because they can get, get that one from somewhere else. So now does your business have more value? Yes. How many customers are you losing every year? Let's say you think we lose 15% and we gain 15% or 18% so we, we grow a bit. Okay, let's now look at uh, how we can losing? stop that happening because if okay, if your retention rate is better, your business is more valuable because we think we've got clients who've been with us for the last 10 years and the average lifetime is 15 years. That business has got more value. Then you've got other things like, okay, you've got contracts, so how, what are those contracts worth? Okay, how long are they for? So on and so forth. But I'm just keep, kind of keeping it simple. Once you know what things you need to do and you ought to do to increase the value of your, of your business, you need to do less work because the way that you're doing it, you're doing a lot of heavy lifting, but when you start thinking of it in a smart way, you can increase, enhance the value of your business, increase your profits, improve your cash flow while you're running it, 
when you get to that million pound value, Kieran, you might say, I quite like this, it's working well for me and my employees and my team members. Now, and because it's fully systematized, I was spending 80 hours a week working in my business, or 70 or 60. Most self-employed people work that many hours, I kid At you not. At least. Yeah, that's right. At least that yeah. many hours. Plus everything is the time they spend yeah. uh, thinking about their business and talking to others about it and sharing ideas, etc. Now you think, okay, in 40 hours, I can do all that. Now I enjoy it because I'm running, you know, uh, silly hours. I want to carry on doing this. So either way... Is, you, is that you, the point you stop working in your business and start working on Once you ask those, those questions, then you're thinking and looking at, okay, is my current structure fit for purpose? Okay. Uh, and... Okay, do I? I'm, I'm, I'm running a sole trader business. Do I need to have a partnership, an LLP, a limited company? Uh, and even within that, do I need to have three or four different limited companies for the different types of things that I do so the structure is right? If I'm looking to pass it on to my children or the next generation, do I need some kind of a trust? Uh, do I need alphabet shares? Do I want growth shares with freezer, freezer shares? Do I want to introduce my, my children or whoever I want to leave the, my, my business to into the business now? Okay, as partners, members, so on, so forth. So you're having that conversation. Now, okay, I want some of my team members to own some of the business and maybe I'll do some kind of a management buyout. So are we training them properly? Are we giving them the skills? Uh, Do they have the confidence to run the business? When do we make them directors? When do we start giving them some shares? There's things like uh, the enterprise management investment scheme, which is tax efficient for getting your employees on board, so on and so forth. Can you see now, it's opening up all these different conversations most people haven't thought about in terms of exit. Do I want to sell? Do I want to pass on to the next generation? What else do I want to do? Or do I want to get to a place where this thing runs like a well-oiled machine where, okay, it's I don't have to do that much extra, but the extra work that I do now is worth the extra at some point in the future. So what, so what you're essentially saying is... Exit planning is possibly the most important plan you'll make for your business after starting it. I think the well, a good business plan will have a small section of some sort in terms of exit anyway, especially if you're looking for some kind of funding. Because who are funds you? Well, what's the exit? How do I get you know my share my of share the of cake? It. Okay, and unless they just give you a pure bank loan, even then they want to see a cash flow. But with anything that anybody does, okay, uh, and this is one of the best pieces of advice I, I, I received, and uh, it was then drilled into me by uh, Stephen Covey, uh, who wrote Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Start with the end in mind and work backwards, reverse engineer. Yeah. So that's what the end looks like. Now let's work backwards and look at where we're starting, and then we've got every step. Okay, because we've worked backwards in place. And it makes it makes actually planning your business a lot, lot simpler in, in that regard because you're not, to use an expression, fumble, fumbling in the dark. You're going, right, well, I want my business to be worth a million pound. What do I need to do to get there? How is it process-driven? Yes, it is because I'm going to put those processes in place so that I know that I can sell the business and exit. And that brings us back to today. Well, playing darts, okay. Kieran, in the dark would be a pretty dumb idea, especially especially if you wanted to win. I don't know, okay. I've had worse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Why would you do that? You wouldn't. 
yeah. okay uh you'd want every single advantage you could have to make sure okay that you, you're well placed to see the dartboard and and you've got the, the the support and you know exactly what you're aiming for are you here for the bullseye are you going for the double the treble whatever you're going for do you know what i mean i'm, I'm not a dart person as you know per se but you wouldn't want to play darts in the dark this is what people people do in their business all the time i mean they're, pers- they're playing in the dark per- personally i choose to play with the hacksmith dart dartboard um what they did was they got loads of cameras and um computer algorithms that can track the weight and the trajectory of the dart as it leaves your hand and it moves the dartboard to the, the ideal location for it to land where it needs to land. I want to use that dartboard. But, but use every advantage you can, my friend. You're absolutely but, right. But do you know how many systems and processes they had to put in place to make that dartboard move to its ideal location? A lot. There's yeah. a lot of engineering but, going in there. But, and it's the same for business. Yeah. You have to engineer your business to get the best out of it. Create as many advantages as you can. Because you're going to have hiccups, you're going to have tests, you're going to have challenges. Things aren't going to go as it's supposed to go. So you need to make sure you like, as you said, okay, create that system, an ecosystem around you with the right functions uh, and advantages the best that you can. And then that's going to force people, and I use that word on purpose, Kieran, to have a very strategic direction in terms of where they're heading. And when, when your team members know where you're heading, what you're looking to do, A, they've got a very clear brief, B, they're a lot more likely to support you in doing that, uh, and C, it's a team effort, and you're more likely to get there. So why wouldn't you? Oh, because it could because it's my business and it's what I want to do. And, and, and if I leave the business, then the business is going to fall apart because I know everything that's going on in my business and nobody else does. Well, here's the kicker. Here's the rub. Most small business owners don't make as much as they want to or ought to. Uh, and a lot of them, in their own mind, deep, dark secret, because I've asked them loads of questions, as you know, because I've done a lot of... Uh, business growth consultations rely on some form of exit when it comes to them to that exit there's nothing there their business usually is worthless or worth not as much as they want it to be and then they think well this is the one thing i worked for so i can have a a nice exit because all the hours that i've done i was on two pound an hour it's no joke but i'm serious here two pound now for all the hours i've done and then the the stress the headache the sleepless nights okay and everything else that came with it wasn't worth it and i was hoping for a nice big fat check or a bank transfer at the end but that didn't happen because you never planned for it should have planned for it and worked towards it because you did all that work anyway and from those 80 hours you should have spent 10 hours on this yeah simple as that and as harsh as it sounds and you know it really is your own fault if you're not getting what you want to get out of i mean in my opinion, if you're not getting what you want to get out of life, it's you know down to the individual. There are external factors that influence everything. Of course there are. But you choose how you react to all these things. And it's the same in business. You choose how you react to, oh, this person's gone off sick or this hasn't gone quite right or this hasn't happened or that has, or that has happened and that was fantastic. When you find something that's working really, really well, do you capitalize on it or... Do you, for lack of a better terminology, 
ignore it and continue on with your plan regardless because this is what we're doing this is what we're doing this is i've got to work these 80 hours i've got to do this i've got to do this oh that's working really really well fantastic anyway anyway wait no if, if that was the opposite end of the spectrum this this is what i'm doing this is what i'm doing that's 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 working really badly that's going to cripple me okay we cut that out let's stop that right now okay moving on this is what i'm doing this is what people got no problem cutting stuff out that's not working Yet a lot of people, in my experience, don't capitalize on what is working. They focus solely on their one aspect and they forget the bigger picture. That's because they don't have the metrics. And that's, again, another important one, uh, which is going to help you maximize the worth value of your business and have a decent exit. Uh, it's saying, okay, let's look at measure all those numbers that are important. And again, that couldn't be an episode for another day, by the way in terms of what numbers to track, but then you do that, then you think, okay, how do I re absolutely maximize the value of my business? What are the things that are gonna do that? How do I minimize the risk and reduce it and hopefully el eliminate parts of it, okay? What things do I wanna achieve personally that are important to me? What financial goals are important to my business? What financial goals are important to me and my team members? And look at those, how, you know, how do we strategically get to the end goal that we've set? Uh, in the leanest, quickest, best way possible. And remember, exit having an exit strategy doesn't mean you have to exit at that time. It means you, can, you have the choice at that time. Do I want to carry on because I'm really enjoying this and take it to another level? Or it's working really well and I want to keep it here. Or now I want to sell it or pass it to the next generation. I, I was just about to ask you what happens if I change my mind, Shaz? See, I read your mind. I've spent yeah. too much time around you now, haven't I? really really have but on a, on a serious note if if say i put a five-year plan into place for for my business and you get two and a half years down the down the line and um, now i've met someone and and we've decided to get married and you know got children on the way can i can i change my mind from selling to generational wealth of course you can absolutely but but you've got that you've got that choice and that's the beauty and the really important thing in all of this Kieran isn't really to some extent the exit value it is it is but it's not the main thing it's what you become on that journey yeah asking those questions addressing those challenges is our pricing strategy right are we cross selling enough are we upselling enough where's all of, all of our leads coming from what, what marketing strategies and streams are we using is our funnel right is uh, what are we doing in terms of sales is our proposition right okay is our, our, our conversion rates right what other pro steps are going to include in here okay is our gross profit margin right if not how do we improve that okay and make it better uh, how do our operations work how do we improve our customer service how do we train our team okay to become better at what they do how do we improve our financing funding uh, and once you've got the exit plan if you want to exit and, and there's some cash needed but if you've got a nice clear exit plan with a good business plan and a good idea you're more likely to get people to invest in your business be it joint venture partners people who want a, a stake in the business or a bank or a third party lender do we need invoice factoring invoice discounting do we need some working capital all of these things are conversations that people may have at some point in their business 
most don't have all of those conversations and there's uh, many of the things by the way i don't want to provide an exhaustive so, list because that wasn't the purpose of your question uh, but can you see just from from this yes, how yeah. many things there are to talk about in the, how do we improve our business yeah it's 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 a whole rabbit rabbit hole isn't it i mean you can go you can go deep down the rabbit hole but i thought it was a badger hole but okay well i mean badgers are slightly bigger maybe it is a badger hole um but one thing that i enjoyed hearing and i'm not sure everyone will have picked up on it so i'm going to bring it to the forefront is something you said a lot in this entire explanation of exit strategy and exit planning and you know choosing your exit strategy is you as the entrepreneur as the business owner you're planning your exit but i don't know if you heard chaz's vernacular it's all we the team us it's a collaborative working process for the entire company for the entire business the people you work with are important and they're going to get you there and so you work with them to make life better for the team better for them better for the company and it all stacks and all works together and a lot of people do sometimes believe that well it's my exit it's my business i'm 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 in this for myself i'm in this on my own and it's a lot harder to do things just by yourself you're not gonna uh, most people aren't gonna achieve it on their own they won't be able to do it and then if they've got people who they're basically uh thinking i just pay them a, a wage or, or a salary and then they're gonna do the best that they ought to because they pay them a wage and salary well i've got news for you that's not how the world works okay yep. and anybody who, who does and then there might be somebody who might call in or whatever say oh but i've done it well have you really and that's that might be your perception let me talk to your team members and see what they think okay but if you're all singing from the same hymn sheet uh, for want of a better expression uh, and everybody gets a piece of the pie what's wrong with that i think that's a wonderful reason to own a business you say listen guys and girls we've got this particular vision here we're going to do this thing here we're going to get to this stage here on the way there these are all the things we want to achieve and as we achieve those those milestones this is what's in it for me and this is what's in it for you so you're not just on a, on a wage or a salary here but you're going to get some benefits on the way be it a pay rise be it the in terms of types of benefits or, or perks based on what different people want different things on those and then at the end we get here and at that time we'll have a choice this will be worth x and you can have x because you can do a management buyout or if you're not interested at that time we'll sell it and because you've created value from x to y up to x is my work because you came in after x if you wanted to by the way yeah okay and from x to y you've helped create you get a share of this because you've earned it now watch them perform and watch them transform and watch them do things differently because they they are their goals are aligned to yours we're all on one particular mission we want to win at this game yeah 100% and i think that is fantastic and it's yeah it's that it's that whole idea that it is a team effort and you are going to get there better as a team you're going to get there faster as a team and motivating the team in that manner i mean, suddenly you're not just a boss anymore now you're a colleague you're a friend you're someone i can work with you success like is a team sport kieran yes simple as that isn't it yeah and you know if you consider that doing that on your own is something that you want to do or that you're the only person that can do it you're going to do it on your own and that pie becomes subs- substantially smaller and i would rather have a small slice of a large pie than the entire then no slice 
เอาเนื้อไผ่ or the entire pie of a very 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 tiny pie yeah because I've decided to do it by myself yeah and you've got less chance of success by the way anyway on doing that and you're most likely to be a solopreneur who wants to buy that business not most people don't no well I mean solopreneurs are generally People, lifestyle businesses, lifestyle yeah. businesses, people businesses. They're not pro- process nice. businesses. They're not working. They're not built to exit. Yeah, yeah. And that is about all we have time for this week. So until next week, we will see you then, same time, same place. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages and Trust Property Tax and the Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.